Kim Kardashian West is making her criminal justice activism official and is studying to become a lawyer. We'll give you the details. Also, Instagram is fielding accusations of pro-choice bias, and police are investigating why three historic black churches burned down in a Louisiana town. It's all ahead. This is Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily. Hi, everyone. I'm Jesse Carey. Welcome to Relevant Daily, where we bring you what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture. Those stories are coming up. But first, I want to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or an online store, it's all possible with Squarespace. They have award-winning templates, customizable settings, even powerful e-commerce solutions, all without a single plugin. Right now, Squarespace is offering Relevant Daily listeners a special deal. Head over to squarespace.com slash relevant for a free trial. When you're ready to launch your site, use offer code relevant to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I've used Squarespace for a long time now, and I really love it. It's super easy to use. It's fun to use. You'll love it too. Go to squarespace.com slash relevant. Okay, to tell us about these stories and more, here is our senior editor, Tyler Huckabee. Tyler, welcome to Relevant Daily, man. Hey, Jesse. Good to be here as always. So Kim Kardashian is is pursuing a law degree? <laughs> well, that's right. Um, as you know, I mean, I think we even talked about here on The Daily before, Kim's had an interest in criminal justice for a long time. Obviously, her father was a lawyer, worked on the OJ case. Uh, but her interest, according to her, comes mostly from the case of Alice Johnson, who was the 63-year-old woman who'd been in prison for a nonviolent drug charge since 1996, who Kim went to the White House for to advocate for earlier this year. Uh, she said, in her profile with Vogue that, quote, I just felt like I wanted to be able to fight for people who have paid their dues to society. I just felt like the system could be so different and I wanted to fight to fix it. And if I knew more, I could do more. So she's working to change it. She got an apprenticeship at a San Francisco law firm and she plans on taking the bar exam in 2022. Wow, I mean that's that's pretty ambitious. I mean that's coming up, you know, rev- relatively quickly for for getting, yeah for getting a law degree. What does an apprenticeship at a law firm even look like? Well, it's not quite the same thing as going to law school, uh, but it doesn't have to be. California is one of four states, including Virginia, Vermont, and Washington, that allows for a four-year apprenticeship in lieu of law school as long as you pass the bar. So she's going to be a criminal justice lawyer. So do you, do you think ultimately that this is going to be a good thing and that she can help, you know, especially in terms of like her ag- advocacy for criminal justice system reform? Well, at this point, she's definitely shown that she's genuinely interested in all this. It seems like it's more than a passing fancy. She's, in addition to the Alice Johnson case, she worked with, uh, here where I'm at, here in Nashville, she worked with a former inmate here who was getting sent back to prison for uh, over a technicality uh, and helped him find some housing, and it offered to pay for it for the next five years. So it seems like this is a, a genuine passion of her, and I understand the argument that her, uh, maybe her, her and her family's influence on television is isn't a net positive, but there's no denying that she has really helped a lot of people, especially formerly incarcerated inmates, uh, to find to get back on their feet. And it seems like if she's willing to take it to the next level, like she is now, then that could she could do a lot of good, especially considering her power and influence. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people credit her with helping, you know, to get the the first step program, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, the right. legislation passed. So, Tyler, tell me what's going on with Instagram. It's being accused of bias. What, what's happening there? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, the second 
second social media story we've had lately about a, a social media giant uh, being accused of trying to shut down an anti-abortion account. So this story comes from Adam Ford, who people may be familiar with as the founder of Babylon B. Uh, he's accusing Instagram of yanking a comic strip of his. He's a cartoonist yanking a comic strip because of an because it had anti-abortion messaging. Um, so his comic strip featured two women uh, from uh, 200 years ago having a hypothetical disagreement about slavery, and then he compared the pro arguments for slavery to modern rhetoric about abortion. Uh, then he posted a screen grab of um, of Instagram flagging that post as possible hate speech. They had yanked it. Ford wrote in his post that they would not have done the same thing for a pro-choice comic. Hmm. Um, Jesse, as you and I discussed a little bit, uh, the, I don't know that the narrative there completely holds up. It's definitely possible that somebody over Instagram let a, a pro-choice bias get the better of them. But Instagram has many, many anti-abortion accounts uh, with tons of pro-life memes that I was able to find pretty easily through a search program that I've been allowed to stay up. Um, one possible re- other reason the, besides a, a pro-choice bias that this account may have been flagged is in that conversation that I referenced, the hypothetical conversation about slavery, um, black Americans were referred to as blacks. Uh, that's not explicitly forbidden in Instagram's guidelines, but it's considered offensive in many communities. And if, yeah. if enough people flagged that, then Instagram may have pulled it down for that reason. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a yeah very strange case, and, and as with a lot of Adams Ford, Adam Ford's work, there are some problematic elements to his satire. Exactly, he's been he's kind of come under this before, where he he uses a he, there's a narrative about the big bag social media companies who are coming after his cartoons because of their conservative bent, uh, but there's other possible explanations for that besides just a, a bias. Yeah, well, Tyler, there's another kind of distressing story that's been developing in in recent weeks. What, what's going on with these these church burnings? Yeah, it's a really sad story. Uh, in the last two weeks, uh, in Saint Landry Parish, Louisiana, three historic, predominantly black churches have been burned down. Uh, last weekend, you have Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, which was 145 years old, that burned down. St. Mary's Baptist Church uh, was very close by, that burned down as well. That was on March 26th, and then Greater Union Baptist. This church burned down a week later, and both of those churches were also more than a hundred years old. Mm. Um, so it, that would be qu- quite a coincidence uh, if, it, if it was all accidental. And it doesn't sound like the fire department thinks it was. Fire Marshal Butch Browning told NBC News, "Right now, what we have to say is that the fires are suspicious. We do believe that crimes have occurred. We believe that three fires obviously are not coincidental; they are related. So mm. we don't have any updates about uh, what might have caused this or who might have caused this, but we know." that police are investigating. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, Tyler. To read more about these stories and everything else we're covering, make sure to check out relevantmagazine.com. Also, make sure to follow us to follow Relevant on social media. We're on Twitter at Relevant. We're on Facebook, Instagram at Relevant Magazine. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the print magazine and our other podcasts. We'll be here every day bringing you the latest at the intersection of faith and culture. Thanks for listening. This is Relevant Daily. Oh, that daily.